Welcome to the Smart Sister Podcast for real girl chats on the important things in life. I'm Emma, a passionate teacher here to build your confidence. And I'm Laura, a high school student with a passion for health and wellness. In this podcast, we'll redefine what it means to be a smart girl by talking all things mindset, wellness, study, relationships and lifestyle. We're the sisters you always wished you had. Ready? We're starting to record. <laughs> you just said it like an elephant. <laughs> starting to record. Start, 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 start. Do not come. Do not come into this room. I am recording now. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to episode number four. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. It is Saturday and we're recording. I hope you guys liked our first three episodes that we released this week. Laura, do you want to do a shout out to any friends that commented? Well, I mean, I do want to shout out to one of my friends, Zara, from my netball team. Was so, she was so sweet and she posted it on her story. Like, Oh, thank you, Zara. Recommending it to everybody and showing her whole family and that felt so nice. And all of my friends from school, of course, being so supportive. So, Oh, that's yeah. Cute. Um, I would like to shout out to Isa, one of my closest friends who gave us our first ever review on iTunes. So thank you so much. And just everyone else who's been supporting me and giving me feedback and comments and things makes me very, very happy. So yeah. Makes me feel really like appreciated because all of our hard work, everyone watches it and listens to it and tells me that they're listening to it. I'm like, oh, yay. (laughs) That's so good. All right, so today we're going to be talking a bit about like our Italian roots and our culture and some family memories, Laura's trip to Italy, just our connection to, yeah, our roots, our woggy roots. (laughs) (laughs) Wogs. Once a wog, always a (laughs) wog. Yeah, so our, I mean, we'll probably start off by saying that like only half of our family is Italian, so our dad's side is from Italy and our nonno originally came from Italy when he was younger however we never met our nonna because she passed away before we were born sorry we should probably clarify nonna means grandpa <laughs> in case you don't speak <laughs> yes. italian for those who don't know nonna means grandfather in italian yeah maybe in your language you have a word that you use to describe your grandpa um but yeah nonna was a word that we used nonna was the word that we used nonna is nonna <laughs> yeah but like it's not his actual name <laughs> it's like mum is what we used <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I can just call you sister. No, everybody can relate. Yeah. Oh man, we have so many memories of him, Laura. What's one of your biggest memories that you have? No, oh, my biggest one is definitely going to be ravioli night. It it just has to be Wednesday night ravioli night. Wednesday night ravioli night. Every <laughs> Wednesday when I was younger, I just I had swimming swimming after lessons. school on Wednesdays. Yep. I remember going to swimming and getting in the pool terrified because I would be yelled at my coach. Anyway, I would get into the pool and start swimming and then I'd think, come on, just swim. You're going to have ravioli. <laughs> I'd swim so I could have my, yeah. I was in year 11 and 12 at the time and I was used to get so stressed out because I used to not want to go out and like someone else's house in the middle of a school night and I had so much study to do. I'm sure, Laura, I imagine if yeah. you had to go out now in the weeknight, you'll probably be pretty yeah, annoyed. That's true. I mean, I loved it. Yeah, but like, ravioli that he made was just it was just pure perfection I don't know there's just something about it <laughs> the red sauce the raviolis which was like probably as big maybe or 
how big as is that your one? hand maybe a hand yeah, yeah. <laughs> as big as your hand and then you would make these salads but you wouldn't just put dressing you would put so much oil that when you finish the salad that would be like 10 mils of oil a soup. The bottom. <laughs> It was like a salad soup. <laughs> you, needed, you needed your stale bread to soak up the salad Yeah, luckily juice. the bread was that dry. <laughs> oh, man, that was a good one. Um, another memory that I have was, like, the dinner dances when we were younger. You were, he used to go to less of them when he got older because he got a bit sick and unwell. But when we were younger, Laura was, like, before you were even what, in primary school, we used to go to these dinner yeah. dances and, like, all the Italian community would be there and they'd play, like, Italian music and we'd have to get up and do, like, ballroom dancing like, in the middle area. It was sort of like going to a wedding, but no one was getting married. I remember because one of the themes, I don't, I don't know how many I actually went to, but I remember one of them definitely was the Hawaiian night. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember wearing the halo and feeling so cool. And like, oh, I'm only like 10, but I also just feel amazing and popular around all the cool Italian people and like <laughs> go to the Palazzola club and oh. Yeah, and he would always, Nuno would always, whenever he danced with us, he would always hold us so tight. It was like he couldn't, oh my God. he had to dance at the end of the song and then make up some excuse to be like, oh, I need to go over here. No, I, I just, I was so shy when I was younger. You I just were. wanted to hang around mummy the whole time. And me. So, yeah, and you, but whenever Nuno asked me to dance, I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> I used to be so scared. And he used to hold me so tight. I just had to follow like, dun, 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 dun. Oh. oh yeah Laura do you want to tell everyone about Sorrento all the memories well the olden days Sorrento on stilts <laughs> our old house on stilts before it got renovated I, I do like the house now but you just gotta love the old-fashioned the old-fashioned memories. there were a lot of memories there yeah so for a bit of background context our nonna bought this house like back in 1970s when it was like really really cheap to buy houses down on the Moynta Peninsula in Victoria um, and then as we got older, like it turned into a beach house for our family and our auntie and uncle. And we used to go down there like, you know, during summer and around Christmas time and Easter and yeah, just like hang out as a family like you do. Yeah. Well, I got to say one of my memories, this is, I don't know how this is really related to Nonno, but our Italian family in a way. It's, I just remember the one, it's definitely got to be the key. The key. <laughs> Yes, the key to the house that always lived under the stairs. It was hidden. It was like a treasure hunt to find it when you got there. No, I just think it was so cool. I don't know why. It really was exciting for me. Yeah. <laughs> Walking up the stairs, I'm like, it was hidden on a hook. I was just like, oh, get the key. That was just a random thing that I just loved. We used to play like so many board games with him and like he taught us how to play. Oh, do you remember um, Tombola? Was it Tombola? The bingo. Scorpa. Scorpa as well with cards, Italian cards. I learned how to play Scorpa by Nonno. Yeah, definitely. And then like he would go fishing and he'd come back and then all you could smell was just squid. The stinky fish and the squid coming from the downstairs like laundry area. And it would just absolutely stink. And I used to not want to eat the pasta that he made with it when I was younger. I'm sure I'd like it now, but when I was little, I was like, oh, it looks so gross. Yeah. Uh, didn't he used to make like black squid ink pasta? Yeah. yeah. Was that it? it? Black. Yeah. yeah. No so, way. Like, that sounds like something gourmet that I would actually look at a menu and be like, hmm, I want to try that. And I sort of wish, yeah. well, obviously I wish he was still around and I could try these foods like that he used to make yeah. it was from his culture. But because I was so young and I was so picky eater back then, I didn't actually appreciate it. 
Yeah, I just thought, no, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to gag. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, remember some other things we used to do? Nona used to bring over the fruit to our house on Saturday mornings. <laughs> it used to not be good fruit. <laughs> yeah, because it was old and he had poor eyesight. No, I, appre- I appreciated him always coming over and it used to be really cute. But <laughs> Mama used to make smoothies. She used to make juice. No, she did. All the fruit, all the rotten fruit. On its own, it just looked so dry and shriveled. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> did you prefer when he brought cannelloni? Cannelloni, what am I saying? Cannelloni. <laughs> I hate cannelloni. I always get those words. <laughs> They're very different. <laughs> Maybe describe what cannoli is in case someone doesn't know. All right. So cannoli, let me just search it up. <laughs> Let's just Google that. It's like a pastry. No, I know what it is, but I'm just need. Okay. So this is what it, Google describes cannoli as an Italian pastry that originates from the island of Sicily. Funny it, that. <laughs> it is. Yes. It's consisted of a tube shaped shell of fried pastry dough <laughs> filled with sweet creamy filling ricotta oh yeah. oh imagine it's like the shape of a taco almost and it dusted with icing sugar mm. oh my god i want yeah. one <laughs> it was a tradition like every time it was our birthday or christmas or just some special occasion he would always bring over a tray of can can cannoli oh my god i can't cannoli. say cannoli <laughs> that he would buy from this shop um near where he lived and it was just so good. The cannolis. I nice. love it. I wanted always more than one, but I was never allowed more than one. <laughs> of course you weren't allowed. Oh, every time it was my birthday as well, there was a tradition. Like one of our Italian traditions was every time it was my birthday, my mum would make lasagna. And my mum makes the best lasagna ever. I'm sorry, anyone else. <laughs> but Sharon, like you actually, you do. Every child of a family says, my mum makes the best lasagna, but literally. No, you need to come over to our house. Like, please don't because I actually have strangers there. But, like, if you could come to our house, my mum would just blow you away with her cooking. Like, it's funny because you'd think she would be the Italian one, but she's not. Yes. Um, but she still makes, like, the best lasagna. And every single year it's my tradition in, my, in our family that we have lasagna. And, like, it always reminds me of my family and Nonno as well and just, like, our, all our Italian culture. I know. It's just so such good. a classic to just have lasagna with family. It's like, oh, so heartwarming. Yeah, just like put it in the oven. Gets it out and it's just a mess of food. <laughs> for the first time ever this year since I moved out of home, I tried making lasagna for myself and I was like, it was pretty good. It wasn't like at mum's standard, but my boyfriend was like, this is really good. It's actually contending with Sharon's. And I was like, ha Anyway, so that just made me think of like trying to learn those recipes from our culture. Things that like my nonna used to make, I just want to learn how to make them. One thing that's hard is because mum's like the main cook at our house. Mm. She doesn't use a recipe. <laughs> Most of the time she doesn't use a recipe. So she makes all these really great meals and then I want to replicate it. Like, <laughs> no, I don't want to replicate it now. But in the future, I would want to replicate like mum's mm. famous lasagna. But there's no like recipe. She just is so good at it. She just doesn't. How she feels. Oh. Yeah. That's how you know it's a good recipe when there's no recipe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. Well, Laura, do you want to share a little bit about your trip to Italy last year? Everything to do with Italy? You choose. No. Okay. Well, leading up to going now, I was obviously really looking forward to it because it was my first like trip to Europe. 
and I, I was looking forward to seeing what it was like to li- to go to a place that actually wasn't just the beach. <laughs> mm. So I was looking forward to that, and I was looking forward to seeing all the all the Italian culture like vibing everywhere we went, and all the different um, like Monument. arts and designs and landmarks and all the food yeah. places that we went. I was looking forward to that, and then so. I guess, well, let me, where did we go? We flew into Venice. Venice was really nice. I loved Venice. I thought it was actually going to be a bit of a downer, but it's one of my top places that we went. It's very yeah. attracted to tourists, which I kind of like. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. It was just very... I remember before you went, you had like this whole Pinterest board of just yeah. planning your trip to Italy and you had like all the aesthetic photos of just like me sitting in front of the Colosseum, me sitting in front of this. I was trying to plan out all the photos <laughs> I was going to get at every place, but. It was part of the fun. It was a bit hard because there's tourists everywhere, obviously, and all the Pinterest mm. photos, there's no one else in the photo. Oh, perfect. But that was the one thing that was. What, how did you enjoy the food when you were there? Well. <laughs> Did you get to try a lot of things? I tried a lot of mains, different mains. I did main courses. One yes. of the things that I one of the things that I liked that I never had before was um, guanciale, which is um, beef cheek. For Ooh. sure, yeah. Guanciale. Describe the dish. Really Describe good. what it was like. I'm trying to. Yeah, here we go. Guanciale. So I had it. Guanciale is. Oh, pork cheek. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> No. So it's like a a piece of not only really steak, it's like slow cooked, and it was covered in all this like um, tomato pastes and Sugar, garlic and who knows what. It was just all mushed into that. And then it had a side of polenta. Oh, Sounds very Italian. It was just one of those like casserole meals that it's all just like warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. And we found it at just like a nice place where there was nothing else open. That was the only place open. It was in like a nice mm. garden. That was nice. Did you have it? Like, I saw some photos of like this tomato and basil cheese salads. Oh, oh. yeah. That was in Venice. The first thing that I tried, oh, I thought it was going to be less, a lot less tomato. I can, we can post this photo of me anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a plate full of cut tomatoes. Yeah, there's just a, name a for pile. It. Tomato. A pile of, yeah, and it's cheese. Like, salad and basil it's very italian it's on like every menu yeah caprese salad caprese yeah caprese salad there we go yeah yeah there we go that's the one and it's just yeah a pile of tomatoes filled with bocconcini (laughs) and balsamic and oh that's heaven to me yeah i'd love that what about did you try did you have any like really nice pastas oh yes i had so many pastas okay so let's think um when we were in Milan I had my first ever I think it was I ordered tortelloni it was tortelloni it was so good tortellini? we booked the restaurant no it was tortelloni tortelloni is bigger tortellini oh, I didn't know that because tortellini is like the small ones and then tortelloni is like they give you four in the whole dinner plate there's like four tortelloni <laughs> that was so good it was just pumpkin flavored Pumpkin. Mm. Oh, I think it was red. I think it, yeah, it was red sauce, but it had like rana pasta. Like, yeah, it was rana pasta. Oh, I love that. 
but bigger and fresh. Oh, yes, I just want it now, guys. Like, I'm sorry if you're just listening to this and salivating. Well, you can understand how I'm feeling because I didn't go to Italy with Laura and the family because I was still working. Oh, I just want to eat it. That was one of the best. (laughs) Also, another really good pasta that I had was in Bologna. Oh, (laughs) Bologna. Every day. Bologna, I had a tagliatelle bolognese pasta. Oh, so good. good. And it was made, it was this little small restaurant and the the guy that was like running it was, I don't know, about in his 70s, I reckon. It was a a bit old and he just looked so pure Italian. It was just so good. Just like that is I know that it's going to be a good dinner. (laughs) Did you have any like, or did you try any um, like paninis or like little pastries or things like that from like little bakeries and stuff? No, I didn't. (laughs) Didn't try any? I definitely. I didn't have any. I had one slice of pizza. Oh, you are just silly. Anyway, when we go back in future, we're gonna go and find the best vegetarian pizza because this is like one of my favorites. Oh, I didn't have pizza in Italy. I was yeah, that was a tough time for me. (laughs) Guys, can you all comment and tell Laura that she was so silly for not having any pizza when she was in Italy? Yes, thank you, back. I do regret it now, but at the time it was very hard. But luckily, we have a pizza oven in our Sorrento house and home. And even where we live in Melbourne, where yeah. you live in Melbourne. But obviously, I go there sometimes as well. But there's so many good Italian restaurants and pizza restaurants in Melbourne anyway that, like, I feel like if you were having it in Italy, like, obviously, it'll be good. But you still have that experience where we are. And our uncle, he makes some really, really delicious homemade wood fire pizzas. So good. Thin yeah, crust. Nice. Guys, come over. <laughs> I love that photo that I've taken. It's at a Sorrento on the bench. There's yeah. like six pizzas in a row and like in the background, <laughs> it's the pizza oven with Uncle Michael just sliding it in. Oh, oh yes. Guys, I swear our family is just all we talk about is food. Every time we catch up, it's like, what do we have to have? What's the menu? Let's talk about the food we've cooked recently. I think it's just like part of our culture. Yeah, we need to make a recipe. Part of our like, when we think about our Italian culture and what that means to us, or at least what it means to me, I feel like it just means food means family. Food means just being able to like sit down and make something really delicious for someone and like to me that's like a way of showing love to them when you cook them a meal that's like full of love even if it's not Italian food I don't know I always get really emotional sometimes when I make like a delicious meal and just like this is just making me so happy just to make it and eat it with someone that I love and you know just like sit down together I can picture you making a pasta and staring at it and crying going look how beautiful it is (laughs) Well, I do have my separate Instagram, which is just for the food that I make. <laughs> so not promo much. <laughs> hey, you stop promo your Laura Lifestyle account. So. Yeah, well, it's at Laura.Lifestyle. <laughs> uh, anyway, I really want to go to Italy myself and definitely after this COVID-19 thing is over, um, I will be going to Italy and I want to spend about three weeks there. I want to go to like Rome, Venice, Bologna. Go to Verona. Verona, yeah. I want to go to Puglia, um, maybe Sicily. Amalfi. Yeah, Amalfi yes. definitely. I just oh. want to like sit there and have an Aperol spritz on the beach and just live my best life. <laughs> Laura, when you're 18, you can come. <laughs> Mum had so many Aperols in Italy. She loved it's it. literally the cocktail of the country. Like apart from wine, which they do amazing wine. Well, obviously. Aperol spritz. Oh. 
I just imagine me sitting there having it and that's going to be good. Yeah, we did that. It was so nice. Oh. And they give you like little cups of peanuts. Here you go. Yep. The little um, tapas that comes with every drink you order. And you sit in like the little, um, what do they, they call it? Booth. Oh, what do they call it? Uh, it's a square. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like a- Guys, picture a square. <laughs> I'm picturing <laughs> it. So- is that so four people can see it one at each corner? Piazza. A piazza. A pizza? That's a Piazza. A no, stop. <laughs> a piazza area to sit. There's so many of them. Oh, yeah, like in the main town. How there's like that yeah, area. Yeah. Like, no, but there were so many of them. You just walk down an alleyway, there'd be a little like little square, then you walk down another alleyway. Plaza? Piazza, but they were smaller. They're called like combo. <laughs> Piazza del Cambo? Piazza del Cambo, is that what they're called? Yeah. Oh, they're all calling out pizza. <laughs> Piazza. <sighs> anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was just so many of them and they're so cute. If you have a little restaurant where you sit in a little cambo, whatever they're called, and while you're eating dinner, there's a, a guy wearing a stripy red and white <laughs> T-shirt playing the, 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 what's it called? Um, <laughs> the squishy, oh. squishy piano. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? Oh my god, squishy piano. It's not a ukulele. What's it called? No. <laughs> oh my god, I have to Google this. Squishy, <laughs> squishy piano yeah, no, instrument. <laughs> accordion, accordion, accordion. <laughs> squishy piano. Oh. <laughs> they just play that all yeah, the time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember another funny thing was when we went to Venice, that was because that was the first place that we went. The first time we ate, we sat down and this man came up to us. And, no, this man came up to me while we were eating and offered me a rose. Aww. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Like in Italian, I was like, oh, grazie and everything. And I took it. Took a, I got mum to take a photo of me with the rose. That was a photo of me with the caprese salad. Yeah. And then I said, here you go. <laughs> you can have it back. <laughs> you didn't keep it. And I was like, I don't need the rose anymore. You can have it. And then he was like, oh, no, no, take it. And I was like, no, I don't know. I don't, what am I going to do with a rose? <laughs> Just walking around town. And so I gave it back to him. And he was like, he was a bit like, what the hell? <laughs> he was like, she's weird. And then, then I realized everywhere you go is everywhere you go. People will offer you a rose or people will offer you gifts yeah, and, and try and sell you things. It. And it got so annoying. It's mm. the most annoying thing. I used to come up to me and be like, do you want this? Do you want this? I'm like, no. Oh. That's how they're making their money. Yeah, it can be a bit frustrating. No, I know. But it was funny at the very start. I was like, oh, this is so sweet. And then I, as, as the weeks went on, I was like, oh, <laughs> go away. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It was funny. <clears throat> I guess I really wish Nona was still around because, I don't know, since I've gotten older, I wish I could have more relationship with him now since I've become a teacher and I think he would be so proud of, like, where you and I have gotten to today. And, like, I don't know, I just see Nona as this role model in our lives that he was someone that left his home country with not very much at all. He just packed up a suitcase, got on a boat. I think it was a boat. I'm pretty sure it was a boat. Yeah. <laughs> and came to a new country to start a new life when he had no idea about Australia you know, no family really with him, just him pretty much on his own. 
coming here just brand new like can you imagine just leaving a country like that and i don't know i just i'm so grateful that he did that because if that hadn't have happened like we wouldn't be here would we yeah true we wouldn't we wouldn't yeah so no no this episode goes out to you. We hope that you're feeling safe up there or wherever you are. Shout out, Nono. And everyone else in Italy who's gone through a really, really hard time in COVID-19, we we're really thinking of you. So um, we really hope to be able to travel there and boost up your economy after COVID. That's definitely on my to travel to list. We'll be yes. coming for you again. Um, yeah. And also a shout out to everybody who is a wog. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you know who you are. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to our episode. Don't forget to rate, review, comment on our Instagram posts when we post this episode. And yeah, share it around with your friends and family. Share it with a log. <laughs> yes. Share it with someone who loves food. <laughs> so we're going to have a new episode every Monday. And I look forward to seeing <laughs> We can't see you. <laughs> I said look forward to seeing you then. <laughs> well, we'll see you in spirit. We're always thinking of you guys, all our listeners. It's like we're just sitting together, like at a sleepover, and all everyone's just like sitting around the circle. And you guys are just all chatting. All the people that are above 30, <laughs> all having a sleepover together, you know, just love it. <laughs> all one big community. Oh, we love the Smart Sister Podcast community. Oh, yay, cute. All right. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.